Section 46 of American Scenery, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. American Scenery, Volume 1, by Nathaniel Parker Willis. Section 46. View from Mount Washington of two attempts to obtain a view from the summit of mount washington the m s journal from which we have already made extracts gives an interesting account of one which the weather rendered unsuccessful the morning opened with every symptom of a fine day for the ascent we had an early breakfast and started a little before six with the intention of first ascending mount clinton and afterwards mount washington before we came to the peak of clinton however a thick mist had swept over the mountains which grew heavier and heavier at the beginning of the granite pile that caps mount washington a heavy wind with violent rain came on and as we climbed upwards the storm increased and the cold became every moment more intense in four hours we reached the summit thoroughly drenched and stiff as icicles the rain beat across the peak with tremendous force and it was with difficulty we could stand below us was a sea of mist around us a howling tempest and our only resource was to seek the shelter of a rock and seek consolation in the guide's knapsack though my hands were so benumbed with cold and my limbs so heavy with the water which had been driven into every thread of my dress that i could hardly raise the food to my lips i contrived to cut the cork of a bottle of champagne and its sparkling contents sent a momentary and grateful thrill through my veins when it had passed however i was colder than ever we found so few attractions on the mountain that we soon began our descent towards ethan crawford's but were so blinded by the tempest that the guide could not at once discover the way half an hour we wandered about in absolute uncertainty whether we should get down the mountain or bide the peltings of the storm through the night we hit at last upon the path and after some sharp scrambling reached the wood the friendly shelter of which afforded us a most welcome protection from the rain the path was execrable owing to the heavy rain and the trampling of the horses of another party who had gone up before us but at four we arrived at our destination tired cold wet and hungry a change of dress a roaring fire and a substantial dinner soon put us in better condition and humour from a more successful attempt by the same gentleman we take the following description of the view from mount washington the light streamed down through breaks in the clouds on the scenery below in such masses and in such a manner as to bring out fully and distinctly all the leading points in the immeasurable panorama in our immediate neighbourhood but far below us lay on one side mounts clinton pleasant monroe and franklin on the other jefferson adams and madison on the east and west openings were visible through which several rivers taking their rise in the mountains wound their way and widened their valleys toward the lowlands far in the distance chains of hills and mountains distinct in outline and beautiful in form arose on all sides 
and these were still overtopped by others beyond whose blue summits mingled with the sky and shut in the overpowering scene far to the south the bright sheet of lake winnipisiogi met the eye and with its calm and gem-like beauty set as it were in a framework of distant hills relieved and contrasted the bewildering and boundless majesty which encircled the mountain on the west the green mountains of vermont and on the east the mountains of maine skirted the horizon and seemed to support the heavens occasionally a cloud would rest for a few moments on some distant or neighboring summit but during the whole of our visit the awful head of mount washington was surrounded by a pure atmosphere and the clearest light mount washington was ascended by several scientific gentlemen in july seventeen hundred eighty four the historian of the expedition records that one of the company had taken a thermometer from his bosom when it stood at fever heat and it fell to forty four degrees and that during the time he was adjusting a barometer and thermometer the cold nearly deprived him of the use of his fingers end of section forty six